Mel Yummy Mummy Geriatric Mum? How the f*** did that happen? Hi, I'm Sally Wallace and welcome to my podcast, Adventures of a Geriatric Mum. Okay, I know what you're thinking. Why the name? Well, it's a label that I've been slapped with recently, so I've decided to embrace it. But don't worry, it's not all sore nips and stretch marks from here onwards. As a former radio presenter, public speaker, and someone who's a huge advocate of keeping banter alive, each week I'll be sharing life observations with a twist, random questions, subject matters that'll blow your mind, like, do we really eat spiders in our sleep? Am I the only woman who walks around with crystals in her bra? And... Why is it that my husband's clothes and socks are so much more comfortable than my own? All gripping stuff. Find me on Instagram and Facebook at Adventures of a Geriatric Mum. Something has brought you here today, and I think it's because we're on the same vibration station. Thank you so much for having a listen. I really hope you enjoy it. Hello and welcome. Welcome. Welcome to Adventures of a Geriatric Mum. I'm Sally Wallace, your host, and I am a geriatric mum. Now, if this is your first time in stumbling across this podcast, then please don't think that I'm just going to waffle on about being an old biddy parent. No, it's not like that at all. It's literally a label, like I said in the intro, that I've been slapped with, and therefore I've just decided to embrace it. That's it. I am an older parent. The fact that I got called a geriatric mum in the hospital made me piss myself and therefore I decided to take that turn it on its head and have a little bit of fun with it um which I think we should all do quite frankly when we are in our 30s and 40s and called geriatric mums I mean holy shit did you see that picture recently of Madonna right okay so I don't really watch the I don't watch news in fact I say this all the time I don't watch the telly um what the fuck is that? There's loads of noises going. I live in the middle of nowhere and honestly, it's so noisy outside at the moment. It's unbelievable. I don't know whether they're moving an actual farm or what's going on. But yeah, it's really noisy outside at the minute. So apologies. Um, yeah, that picture of Madonna. She was in Italy um, and her son Rocco was celebrating his like 22nd birthday or something like that. She's 64. She's 64. Geriatric mum. I mean, she just looks amazing. So yeah, thank God that Madonna's leading the way for us or all, all of us geriatric parents. And somebody told me the other day that you're actually a geriatric mum at the age of 29 sorry girls looks like it's getting into benjamin button <laughs> the younger you are the older you are basically right so i'm here today um i've got to tell you this because i am um, my posture is absolutely fucking awful right and i've realized that recently so i have um i've got do you know what right you see these adverts they pop up on uh on your facebook and well, do you know what i'm saying <laughs> do you ever have those really weird amazon adverts that pop up um they're like like with crutchless knickers and then lube and you're like what the fuck is going on here and you get like the really weird adverts and you it's obviously there's cookies going on somewhere in the house and i'm like what the fuck is scott looking at and I said to him, why have I got crutchless knickers, lube, and some sort of truncheon that's come up that's been recommended for me on Amazon? I don't fucking know. So I don't know what I've been looking at that suddenly made all these weird adverts pop up on my page. But yeah, anyway, that's another story in itself. But I guarantee you can relate to that because you do get these really weird sort of Amazon adverts. But what I was trying to say, oh fuck, what was I trying to say? Yeah, this, this is literally mum brain at the moment at its best. Uh, ah, bad posture, that's it. Got really, really bad posture at the moment. 
And there was this advert that came on about this like neck thing that you can lie down on and it actually helps stretch your neck and puts your neck in a better position. I think I'm going to get one. I think I'm going to get one because I I have worked at a desk for such a long time that I've realized that I do stoop ever so slightly with my upper body. But also when I went to see my chiropractor, he says it's very common with girls that had a bigger bust when they were younger, which is true. And I did grow a pair of boobs overnight. And I've always had, don't get me wrong, I've not got like an enormous pair of norks. But drug wise, I always, I just literally went from pancake tits to D like a cup D overnight. And then as I've got a bit older, they're like a double D. Uh, And it just happened. Um, So I was a bit embarrassed about them because I was very sporty at school. So I sort of used to sort of cross my... I'm doing it now whilst I'm talking. I cross my arms a little bit, cover up my tits a bit, and then stooped a bit. And then when I started working on the radio... Um, when I was on the obviously in microphone at my desk again I would hunch over a little bit anyway I've just then when you're picking up kids and you're picking up toddlers and everything yeah so I was going to get one of these things to sort my back up because my posture is just ridiculous apparently you can also get this like straight jacket thing that you can strap on <laughs> not be careful saying strap on study good god no I'm not that sort of mother thank you very much um it, yeah it's this thing that you can put, put on which basically straightens your back out but what I was basically asking was have you ever tried one of these neck things have you tried if you ever given one a go and it's, it's like an arch so you lie down and you put it at the back of your neck and it's like supposed to straighten your neck out so yeah I think I'm gonna go for that and um, and the crutchless knickers in the loop <laughs> I love it. I love it when you get random adverts that pop up on your pages. When you're just trying to scroll through social media to see how everybody's kids are. Next minute you get you get a strap on in advert and you're like, what the fuck? <laughs> Absolute genius. Just genius. But do you know what? My last... Um, One of my last episodes that I did was about the fact that I had to go for a colposcopy. And I have to say thank you to all the women that have reached out to me and actually... Um, I hate to say made me feel better, but you've put my mind at rest quite a bit because I felt very alone going for that and it came out of nowhere. I'm Believe it or not, it's been four weeks and I'm still waiting for the results now. Um, but yeah, thank you. Thank you for sharing your stories. I've been very discreet and not sort of shared anybody else's. I don't believe in that. But it's, um, yeah, you certainly, you've made an old bird feel, um, yeah, but you put my mind at rest with certain things. Because let's be honest, nobody really wants to go for a smear test, do they? But that's why I did that episode, because you have to go, girls. You really have to go. Um, it's so important. And like I said in the episode, if you've not listened, please go back and listen to that episode. I think it's like episode 45. Um, and it, it literally just highlights the fact that I went from signs of HPV to basically high, like level grade four, high levels of abnormal cells in 18 months, in less than 18 months. So yeah, thank you for everybody that's messaged me and shared their stories as well. Um, I really appreciate that, massively appreciate that. Um, right, I've got to tell you where I am. So um, I'm I'm in the office at the moment because I've been moving from room to room. If you listen to my podcast weekly, then you'll know that I used to go, started doing my podcast in my bedroom upstairs because it was nice and sexual and sensual, not sexual, but sensual and made my voice sound incredibly dulcet like I was going to make you a coffee and offer you a, an after dinner mint. Um, and then I went into the kitchen because I really like the kitchen. Um, but there's, like I said, somebody's obviously moving a load of farm equipment or something outside. So I've come into the office. <laughs> this is so funny. I'm going to take a picture of this. 
the only way that I can fit on the desk is my microphone and my headphones and my laptop and everything is actually by using the potty training steps to put my laptop on. <laughs> so I'm sat in this really nice office that my husband's built for himself. And I'm sat here with the potty training steps on the desk and with my laptop on it. <laughs> Well, that's what we are as women. We're incredibly resourceful. We're incredibly resourceful. And luckily, they've not got a piss on them or anything like that. Obviously, I'm very clean and I wipe things down. They might have a bit of wee on them. I don't know. But the last time I looked, they didn't. But they're actually at a really nice height. So the way that the steps sit, it leaves my laptop at a really nice height so I can work from it. So uh, I need to get one of those things, you know, where it's... um put your laptop at an angle because then that'll help my posture as well you see i knew it was all i was talking about posture for a reason it's because that's why i've got the potty training steps on the desk and it's because it sits me a little bit more upright but i need to get one of those i don't know what they're called but they're like you know it's almost like a rest really for your laptop so then it puts you up at a bit of a better angle otherwise i do sit really hunched over but for the meantime amazon 8.99 potty training steps (laughs) they do the trick (laughs) Right, I have to share this because um, this has been something that um, I've been up to now for about a week. Okay, about a week or so ago, we had a little tea party at one of Roman's friends' house and somebody took a picture and sent it into the group, like where we were, you know, the, the, the girls that all went together. And I saw a picture of myself and I'm telling you now, that is not me. When I looked at it, I literally went, holy shit, look at the size of me. That's not me. That is not me at all. That I'm, I'm, there's no way I'm that big. Am I really that big? I have honestly gained some serious poundage since having my child. Three and a half years on, by the way. What happened with me, and I've mentioned this before, I lost all my weight after having Roman. I was very bloated, had an awful lot of water retention. And then somehow I put it all back on again. Um, and more, to be honest with you. So I literally was looking at this picture of myself and I didn't even recognize myself. And I thought, God, that's not me, is it? that can't be me. So that's it. I've started intermittent fasting. Now I'm already going through tests on my thyroid at the moment because there's there's something not right. There's something not right. As a woman, you just know, don't you? Like I don't, I don't eat. Well, wait for a second. I didn't think I ate a lot until I started intermittent fasting, right? If you're thinking, what the hell is intermittent fasting? So I eat in an eight hour window of the day and then I fast for the rest of the 16 hours. So what I'm doing is I'm uh I'm can you believe this right I have to tell you this right now I'm sat in the office my husband is outside sunbathing yeah I know what an asshole and has just messaged me saying what's my evening meal tonight (laughs) what a wanker what an absolute wanker (laughs) I can't even believe this don't worry he of course he's going to get slapped in the face for goodness sake girls just have faith right anyway so your intermittent fasting is where you you eat for eight hours of the day and then you fast for the other 16 so I've worked out that my window oh because right I'll be honest with you Roman gets up sometimes at six o'clock six thirty in the morning and I make him his breakfast and then I'll start having breakfast with him then he needs a snack so I'll snack with him as well then he has his lunch I'll have a bit of lunch as well dinner time I cook separately for Roman Scott my husband and me but at the same time as doing Roman and Scott's dinner I'll pick it theirs a little bit and then I'll make my own tea so by the end of the day I've had three fucking dinners because I've picked so much at Scott and Roman's I've made myself another meal so it's only until I've started intermittent fasting 
And I'm still eating good foods because I, I have a really good healthy diet. I always have done. But it's actually reset my mind and thought, fucking hell, Sally, you gluttonous shit. I've just been eating constantly and grazing throughout the day. So no wonder I'm actually giving Miss Trunchbull a run for her money at the moment. And I thought, right, okay, that's fine. It stops now. And it's good, actually, because it's actually helped me stop drinking so much tea because I love tea. I really do. And when I say tea, I mean like British tea, a tea bag, your milk. And I'm not going to lie, I do like a little bit of sugar in my tea. I never did before. And it's only since having the baby actually that I like a bit of sugar in my tea. So I thought, fucking hell, I must have been drinking eight, 10 cups of tea a day since I've started fasting on the eight hour window. I can't even get eight cups of tea in. I can't even get two in. I probably about two cups of tea and a coffee. And the rest of the time I'm drinking green tea or hot lemon. So like hot water with a slice of lemon in it. Um, now there'll be people that will say, and this is fine. Everybody's entitled to their opinion. Remember that, that I should be embracing my curves. I should be showering myself with love on my fuller figure, loving the fact that I have a muffin top and back fat and really embracing it and, and, and falling in love with my body again. Well, I'm sorry, but that doesn't work for me. Okay, that that's not me. Now, let me just get something straight here. I love myself and I love my body. I, my God, I could cry actually. I am so, I'm so proud of my body. Um, my body was told it, well, I was told I had a 2% chance of ever having children and that I should give up and I never did. And my body created life and I have the most, I could cry talking about him. I have the most amazing baby. Well, he's three and a half year old now, but of course I love my body. I'm so proud of my body, but I don't like what I've done to my body at the moment. And I've done this. I've done this and I look at pictures and I don't recognize myself. So it's nothing to do with, I'm not shaming myself and I'm not hating myself. I absolutely love myself. It's because I love myself so much that I want to do myself a favor and get my body healthy again, because that's what I've done. I've overeaten to the point where I don't feel healthy. I don't. I don't like the way that my back fat flops over the, the top of my bra. Now, when I was younger, and not many people know this, actually. I was heavily overweight. Like I was, uh, I was, um, I would have been classed as obese. So this is from about the age of 18 to about the age of 21, 22. And I ballooned in size um, because of a lack of education and gluttony. That's what it came down to. I was drinking at university. I was eating shit at university on reflection now. I had a terribly poor diet and I'd ballooned up to a size 20. And I was very unhealthy, very unhealthy. Um, I didn't know what my BMI was or anything like that. I didn't do anything like that. I just knew that when I'm out of breath going up a flight of stairs, that's not a good thing for a 22-year-old woman. So obviously I joined one of these diet groups that you go to and everything, and I lost a considerable amount of weight. And then throughout my 20s, I spent a lot of time learning about exercise, learning about food, and just educating myself on good nutrition. And then, don't get me wrong, at one point I went a little bit too far, and I know I did, where I took laxatives, because at the time, during my 20s, which was in the noughties, I can't remember who it was, but oh, I can't remember who it was, shit, but there was this article and it was like, nothing tastes as good as skinny feels, who said that? Oh, shit. Do you know what? I can't remember. And I haven't got the time to get my phone out and go on Google. But if you remember who it was, can you just message me and tell me? Thanks. And so there was a lot of pressure at the time. And I was, I was working in the media uh, to look slim, 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 slim. 
Now, for me to maintain that, I could never get that super skinny look. Never. And to be honest with you, I didn't want to. But I think the smallest I'd ever got to was just under a size 10. And I'm quite tall. Okay. I'm very broad as well. Um, and that was just, that was a nightmare. I was very unhappy. Um, when I got married, I was a size 10, size 10, 12. Um, and I was still tipping 10 and a half stone. That's, 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 I'm happy with that. I'm happy with being in between 10 and a half and 11 stone. I'm not that now. Um, so I don't think there's anything wrong with me saying that. This is my body I'm talking about. I recognize that I don't look my best at the moment. I don't feel my best. Um, and that's what's important to me. I love myself. And of course I love my body, but I'm doing this because I love my body. Now there is a lot of diet shaming and body shaming on the internet at the moment on social media, which has gone completely the other way. And I, I'm shocked. I'm shocked. I was looking the other day, um, just getting some inspiration uh, from some girls who were doing some workouts and some, because obviously I've got a Peloton and I, and I do love to do weights if, I, if I've got the time to squeeze it all in. Um, but yeah, I do. I absolutely do. I love walking. That's my favorite. If I can walk everywhere, I absolutely bloody love it. Um, and there was people shaming other women for staying healthy. And these women weren't, it was just bizarre. The whole thing was just really bizarre. So I'm not knocking anybody. If you love your curves, then do you know what? I send you love and good for you. I'm really glad that you love your curves and that you are embracing your curves. For me, it doesn't work for me. It's not that I'm a bad person. It's just the fact that I know that I'm at my best and I feel my best when I'm a couple of stone lighter. Um, and I've got a whole wardrobe full of clothes up there that are probably about one or two dress sizes smaller than what I am at the moment. And I'd love to get back into those. And that to me is something that I want to achieve. I don't think I should be shamed for that. Do you? I mean, come on, there's loads of stuff in the, in the social media at the moment where it's almost like it's a bad thing. So anyway, that's where I'm at at the moment. I've started intermittent fasting. It's something different because I've, I've done the fad diets. I've done, oh my God, I can't even tell you. I've gone through that phase. I did, like I told you, I took laxatives as a kid. I mean, fucking hell, that was, that's awful. I'm not promoting any of that. I just want to get myself, I want to stop being such a greedy bitch because that's exactly what I've been. I've been gluttonous and I have, you know, I've been eating for the sake of it. I've been grazing for the sake of it. Um, and I don't, and I say, and I say this all the time to my mates, don't treat yourself with food. I've been treating myself with food like a fucking dog. <laughs> I'm not a dog. <laughs> Some people might call me a bitch. And quite frankly, I embrace that one. Uh, but no, I, do you know what I mean? I don't want to do that. So yeah, so my window is between 9.30 and 5.30. And uh, that's where I eat. And then the rest of the time I'm drinking water. It's been really good actually, because it's really up my water. I'm, I do believe in drinking lots of water. Um, and at one point I was really good. I was drinking three liters of water a day and I've let, I've let us, I've let that slip a little bit. Again, that's not me. You know, uh, my sort of the Sally that I know is Sally drinks a lot of water. And anybody who does know me is like, yeah, Sally's really got water and I'm always drinking water. Literally, I've always got a bottle of water in my car or I used to have a bottle of water in my handbag. Um, yeah, all the time. So yeah, I've let that slide a bit and I'm like, right, come on, Sally, let's get back to these things that are healthy. That's like, you know, good, healthy decisions, better food choices, which is exactly what I'm doing again. And 
And actually, I'm really enjoying the fasting because I didn't realize how much I was snacking at night. And a lot of this is when you become a parent and nobody prepares you for this is, you know, when you when your baby's up in the middle of the night or your little man's up in the middle of the night, you just snackered and you just eat because you can't remember when you were last ate. And then you're just thinking, oh, fuck it, I need to eat something to stay awake. And it's true. And that's exactly what I've been doing. I need something sugary just to give me a kick up the ass. Um, and so, yeah, now I'm getting a grip of it. So I will let you know how it's getting on. To be honest with you, the first, oh, this is no lie. The first 48 hours, I had the shits <laughs> really badly. <laughs> like really badly. Oh my God, I am going to overshare now. But I feel that we have this friendship already. Is that okay? You're going to love it. So I went to Marks and Spencer's and I thought, right, I'll go and get a nice salad or a really big salad. That's what I fancied. And I haven't really eaten a good, good, and I can make a killer salad, right? And I was like, do you know what? I really fancy a lovely, colourful salad and some fresh chicken. So right, I said, come on, Roman, let's go to Marks and Spencer's. Took Roman with me. And have you ever had that? Uh, it's almost like that bungee drop from your gut to your colon and it goes... <laughs> like that and it's like this you get the shakes and the the hairs on your arms go up and you're like oh fuck and it's uh, almost like you think i'm gonna shit my pants i'm gonna shit myself (laughs) like bridesmaids i'm gonna shit myself i'm gonna shit myself i'm gonna shit myself and i was like oh my god i'm gonna shit my pants i'm gonna shit my pants and um I don't know what was going on because I'd had green tea. That's why I started drinking green tea again. And I've not drunk green tea for absolutely years, right? Since before I was pregnant. And I was like, oh my God, I'm going to shit my pants. So I thought, I can't leave Roman in the car. Jesus Christ. So I started shaking. I was like, oh, and my stomach's going, as if to say, let me out. (laughs) Mr. Brown is knocking at the back door. I was like, oh my God, oh my God. So I literally had to say, come on, Roro, come with me quick, quick, quick. Put Roman in a trolley. And then I was like walking with my knees together, like <laughs> knew where the toilets are. And the toilets in Marks and Spencer's are always nice. You can always be guaranteed a clean pan because this one I had to sit. Right. So um, the I thought, God, what am I going to do? I can't leave room in, in the like, you know, when you go to the toilet and it's like um, a cubicle, I can't leave them outside the cubicle. It, and it's sat in a bloody trolley whilst I'm literally shitting my pants. So I thought, right, take him into the, they've got a really good uh, mother and baby feeding room. If you've ever been to a good MS, uh, the bloody door was locked. So I thought, oh my God, oh my God, what am I going to do? So I had to take him into the disabled toilet with me. So my poor child is sat in a trolley whilst I'm literally dropping off <laughs> the kids and next door neighbor's kids <laughs> and the kids around the corner at the pool. <laughs> His face. Because <laughs> Roman's starting to understand this now. He looked at me and went, Pooh. <laughs> I was like, I'm so sorry, Roro. I mean, who wants to see their mum doing that? I mean, poor guy. This is actually quite a big overshare, isn't it? I've actually just realised that. But this this is the glamorous life of parenthood, isn't it? It's This is mum life. It's not these lovely filtered pictures that you see on Instagram of people looking so glowy and glossy and dewy. And no, you're actually sweating on a pan in a disabled toilet in Marks and Spencer's with your toddler holding his nose. <laughs> Hashtag mum life. <laughs> Well, I do like to say I like to keep it real. Right. Okay. So I think I'm going to take my little potty stool, which do you know what? This, this little potty step is absolutely amazing. I think I might try and keep it in this office for a bit longer because my laptop fits perfectly on it. I may have to do a little picture and stick it on Instagram just to, just to show you the, 
diversity of the potty steps. Right, that is it for me. Obviously, I think I've had a massive overshare right there. Um, I'll tell you what, if you know who it was who said that quote, please let me know because that's going to piss me off for the rest of the day as well. And are you following me yet on social media? Are you following me on Instagram? So on Instagram, whenever I post a little episode, I'll always do a little reel after it and do a little breakdown of what the episode's about. Oh, go and have a look. Some of them have got really good hits. I'm quite proud of myself on that one. Nice little idea there. Um, Yeah, it's at Adventures of a Geriatric Mum. Give us a follow. I'm also on TikTok again, Adventures of a Geriatric Mum, and you can find me on Facebook too. Have a fabulous week. Make sure that you reach out. Let me know what your thoughts are. And thank you so much for coming back and listening to this podcast. If it's your first time, then welcome, welcome, welcome. I always like to welcome new people. In fact, I like to welcome most people for no reason. I just love the word welcome. It's fabulous. And of course, if you're always coming back and you're a regular listener, well, it's like family really, aren't you right now? Okay, you take care. Once again, I cannot tell you how grateful I am for the messages, the reviews, the five-star ratings. Thank you so much if you've been getting involved, sharing my podcast and sharing me with some love. I hope this has made you smile today. Have a lovely day and I'll see you very soon. Thank you so much for taking a listen to my podcast. Find me on Instagram and Facebook at Adventures of a Geriatric Mum, where there's a link to the podcast that you can share with all your friends. After all, sharing is caring, and you and I are best friends now.